Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to director of QSI International School, Phuket, Rob Peters. Canadian Rob arrived in Phuket four years ago after working in schools around the world. He talks about his journey from part-time bouncer to working at schools in Turkey and Katistan to now the head of QSI International School, Phuket. Rob, sorry, Mr. Peters, is an awesome guy, true gentleman. We only wished he was our principal back in the day and maybe, just maybe, we could have been better. I'm not sure even Rob's that good. Anyway, enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. What? What? Shush your face. Mr. Peters. Do we call you Mr. Peters? Uh, you can, Mr. Peters, you can call me Rob. Rob is fine. What do they call you at school? Mr. No, Peters. that's not, you said not to swear on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you have a nickname? Do you know of a nickname that you've been given that you're allowed to use? Uh, yeah, not that I, that, not that I know of. Uh, <laughs> you know, not in this role anyway. Okay. okay. Not that I know of, but I'm fine with any nickname. Like it's, it's okay. Uh, what, are, what do the kids? How do the kids refer to teachers at the school? Is it Mr. So and So or? It's really at. Oh, we're really flexi- flexible at the school. It's dependent on the teacher. Some teachers like, you know, Mr. or Miss or Mrs. Some are first name. Some are crew. You know, like teacher, teacher, yeah. so and so. Not just uh, so solid crew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. <laughs> we should explain. Rob Peters from Quality QS, Quality International School. Is yes, that right? Phuket. Yeah. Phuket. There you go. That'd be QIS. Um, I, I see. This is why I should have gone to school. It would be helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We've been trying to get hold of you, and you've been trying to get hold of us for a few weeks. Yeah. And I, I'm going to apologise. It's all his fault. Yeah, as I okay. point at Russell. It's, it's my. Well, that's okay. I'm, I'm used to it. But we've got you now. Yeah, yeah. happy to be here. Thank you much. Um, when did you get to Phuket? Uh, we were we arrived about four years ago now. Oh, that's uh, my a wee. Yeah, yes. my, yeah, yeah, my wife and I. Uh, you know, I. Russell knows my wife. Um, that's and, that's and not a podcast two, extra story. Just and our, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and our two dogs, yeah. uh, and our daughter now, and soon to be son. Yeah. So, uh, but we came four years ago um, from another QSI school, um, and uh, took over here as head of school. So, where were you before? Almaty, Kazakhstan. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. Was not expecting that. So we were with uh, QSI there for three years and actually had signed for our fourth when they called me in December on a cold and snowy day, minus 30, and said, do you want to move to Phuket? <laughs> and I was like, let me think about it. I'll give you notice in 24 hours. I called Sarah and said, we're moving to Phuket. <laughs> uh, and, and, Stop uh, packing. <laughs> And then, uh, and then, yeah, the deal was on, and away we went. They called a month later and told me the issues with the school. You know, they wanted to make sure they asked me first, you know, uh, during the cold season. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan, yeah. I know yeah. nothing about it. But before we even get, where are you from originally? Toronto, Canada. Okay. Mm-hmm. We like Canadians. We like Canadians. We've yep, had, a, we had a few successful Canadians on the pod. Okay. So they're, they're all welcome. So, yeah. 
talk us through. So, what was Toronto growing up like in back uh, in the day? It was it was great. You know, uh, Toronto's a awesome city. It's uh, multicultural. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, great food, great music, uh, great sports. You know, everything that I love love and enjoy. So, it's a great place to be, and and loved growing up there. Um, you know, I was a sporty guy, so I played lots of sports. And cool. That's what I did. I can't really say much other than that's it. That's I played it. sports. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you want to go into education from an early age? Didn't. Actually, uh, education came on quite late for, for me. Me uh, too. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I went to uni uh, late in my mid-20s. And then I'm actually an uh, exercise physiologist and was doing sports-specific training for athletes. Uh, and But I really... It was while doing that job for a couple of years, I really was passionate about working with my teen athletes. Okay. And I wanted to get my master's. And I just made the decision at that time, well, I want to get my master's and I want to go overseas. And I found a program in Australia that gave me my master's, my teaching cert. Uh, and I got to travel. And Ticked and, all the boxes, off we go. And 16 years ago, I went overseas. Right. And that so, was it. So two, two quick questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, you went to uni late. What were you doing sort of post-school, before uni, and that sort of Yeah, so after window? high school, uh, I worked in a couple factories and construction and was a bouncer at one point in cool. time in a reggae calypso club in Toronto. Uh, yeah, so... A reggae calypso <laughs> club yeah, here yeah. in Toronto. Yeah, wow. it was fantastic. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool gig. I worked at the VIP room. I was the, I was the, you know, the Your name's not on the list. The fuzzy, yeah. the fuzzy carpet, you know, roll thing yeah, yeah. that lets you in and out. That was me. You two can have bouncer yeah, conversations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Russell bounces at strip clubs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I was no, not no, there. no. It's not. Trust me. It is not. The first two nights, you're like, this is the best job in the world. Third night on, you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. Well, what am I here for? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Mine was a lot more fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. Good music. <laughs> good atmosphere wow and then the australia thing came up and that was it had you been overseas before that i mean caribbean you know oh, just the caribbean and yeah, you yeah. say it correctly well done yeah. yeah yeah um uh you know u.s mexico okay you know across I canada too far, but, too far but afield. I, hadn't, I hadn't been anywhere outside of of uh, north america until i went to australia so when I decided to go, I decided to go as far away from Canada as possible. Yeah. I went to the other side of the world and yeah, kinda, went to yeah. Australia. You know? Whereabouts in Australia? Uh, Brisbane. Uh, went to uni in Brisbane for a year and then moved up to the Sunshine Coast um, and taught at Sunshine Beach State School. Mm-hmm. Lived on the beach up there. And so that was your first teaching gig yep. was Australia? And still yep. within the realm of sports science and all of that? Yeah, so I taught, uh, I taught physical education and uh, middle school science. Okay. Yep. Uh, that's how I started. And then went from there. And then they offered me a full-time uh, position. And at the same time, I got offered a job in Istanbul. And I was like, well, I mean, I can always come back. Yeah. You know, let's go to Istanbul. How did these jobs come up? We just sort of... And can I, when, when, yeah. when, when was this? When were you in Australia? So I was in Australia. I moved to Australia in December of 2005. Okay. So yeah. were you just sort of Googling around, looking for jobs and saying just randomly what might... So for international, uh, there's many international educators that I'm sure listen to your podcast. Uh, they, there's, four. There's four. Four, <laughs> four, four of them. Uh, so they'll tell you, there's, there's different ways to do it. There is uh, 
you know, job fairs that you can go to, like uh, education fairs that international schools will yeah. go to and you can hire. And I've been to a, a few of those. And uh, same, same organization has a whole online platform uh, where you apply for, to schools from there. And that's actually how I got the job in Istanbul. Um, and, uh, and then others, it's just cold emailing. You yeah. know, I probably get 25 e cold emails a day from wow. people in Thailand looking to move to Phuket, mm -hmm. you know, the teachers, qualified teachers from yeah. working in Bangkok and Chiang Mai or various locations. So, yeah, uh, there's various ways to do it, but I went the route of the organization. What was Istanbul like? I love Istanbul as a city. Uh, it is, it is a, you know, it is a must if you haven't been to Istanbul, in my opinion. It's like a cornerstone of civilization, you know, with, yeah. with the, the Byzantine Empire coming up from the, from the bottom and the Roman Empire coming yeah. from, the, from the top and meeting in the middle. And it's just such a cool location to, to be and all the history uh, that has happened the in Champions that city. League final 2005, the miracle of Istanbul. Absolutely. I'm on board yeah, with all of that. Yeah, yeah. It was a really great place to live. Are you referring to soccer, Russell? No, football. Okay, just you know, checking. The yeah, game, yeah. you play with the ball on your feet, football. Yeah. Well, I was just helping out our international community, such yeah, yeah. as Rob here, who is from <laughs> Canada, to explain that he is referring to soccer. Yeah, yes, yes. Fair enough. Just yeah. trying to help out the listener. <laughs> soccer. Yeah, the word invented in England. Soccer. Yeah, that's yes, the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the one, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how long were this? I lived in Turkey. I did, well, I did three different stints in Turkey over three years. And we went to Istanbul. I went to Istanbul mm. a couple of times actually to watch football. Oh, cool. well, one time, which was unbelievable. Yeah. In, I, in I went to Tassarov. I went Fenerbahce to all three of those. It was yeah. a Fenerbahce yeah. Champions League game. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you have to go to, what's the, what's the one, the, the lowest one out of the three? There, there's, there's three different professional teams in the city. And there's the one where like the, the opposing uh, fans are in a cage basically you don't you don't uh, it's proper <laughs> old, it's school proper old school football yeah. yeah 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 i went to that one that was my first experience there and then went to go we got, got tesseract when i first went to Fenerbahce, you have to walk through a cage first so that the opposing fans don't throw stuff on you and you have to get we were there three hours before kickoff because yeah. they want you in and you sat down and you're just sat on fenced off con concrete stairs there's yeah. no seats or anything yeah, just yeah. concrete stairs the atmosphere was just amazing yeah unbelievable they are mental there yeah it's great don't they, want to fight they, them but they are yeah mental. they Good love fun, their football though. yeah they certainly do <laughs> no i love did you get to travel around turkey much or was it just did, yeah yeah did uh you know down to italia and and uh cappadocia um and then went up to the north uh, i forget the city um but did did uh some good Good little tours around there. It was were, cool. Were you with your wife? Sorry, Russ. Were you with your wife at the time? No, I didn't. I didn't meet Sarah until two years after that. Okay. My second right. year we'll, in China. All right. Oh, well, then. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. In terms of Istanbul, um, Istanbul, then you were there for how long? Just one year. Just a year. And, what, and again, teaching same sort of thing, or I was teaching, yeah, science and, and PE. Um, the organization that we that we won't mention didn't really have it to together. They. <laughs> They uh, hired uh, 66 of us to infuse into their eight schools. Uh, 62 of us left after the first year. Um, so that's yeah. four left. Yeah, yeah, well done, Jay. Yeah. You're on fire today. <laughs> <Doing well, aren't laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that tells you how it went. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a great experience. I wish I had more money to explore even more. But right. but it was a good good place to be for a year. Okay. And then, so was it a thought of go back to Australia or just look for something new? Or did you start uh, the travel bug so, to go to uh, That's places? when I actually went to my first uh, career fair uh, there. 
put on by an organization called Search Associates and, and got hired um, for the job I went to in China. Yeah, I went to Shenzhen, China. After Shenzhen, that. okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know where that is. I wonder where China is. Yeah, it's in, yeah, it's in China. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. <laughs> right across the bay from Hong Kong, yeah. basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what was, the, so that you've never done, that that's must have been a bit different going from into, I mean, because Turkey has a European feel a little bit. Yes. And, you know, and it's, Australia obviously has a Western feel. China must have been very yeah. different. Oh, crazy, crazy yeah. different, right? And, and when you're not, you know, educated in what to expect in those situations and you, you know, walk into your apartment and... Duck, I'd imagine for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and the school gave really nice apartment and it was uh, in an interesting location. Uh, but we'll, we'll leave that for a moment. Did, did you choose this particular role for the job or was it was the only thing that we... I, I wanted to get out of Istanbul. It was the only thing that was there or just I've never been to China. What was the, the driver? So I, I actually had a few offers, uh, one in Cyprus, one in, um, uh, in the Middle East. Uh, that all came up, uh, as well as staying in Istanbul. I could have stayed there another year, but I really was interested in going uh, into Southeast Asia. Okay. And I had friends in Hong Kong that uh, I had made uh, when I was in Australia. And so I knew people in the region that was relatively close, a yeah. little 30-minute ferry ride. Uh, so I was like, yeah, let's do it. And it was, it was PE and coaching. It's exactly what I was interested in. And and, and these are went. all international schools, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. This was actually my first QSI school that I oh, was okay. with. Okay. Uh, which is their largest school. It's about 1,500 students. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, four campuses, very large, very large school. Yeah. And so how long was that stint in China? I was there for three years. Uh, and that's where I met Sarah. Uh, and we got engaged while we were there. And, well, uh, that was quick. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was athletic director. I took over my second year there as athletic director and head of physical education. What was Sarah doing? Sarah was, uh, at that time, she was teaching grade five, but which is part of the reason why we moved on, because she's a high school English teacher. Um, and uh, Grade five is about 10-year-old. Thank you. Yeah, 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 exactly. I have to help him sometimes. Yeah, that's okay, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so we, we were there, uh, she was there two years, and I was there three, and then... And then we moved on from there. Yeah. And when you was when you met Sarah, and then you got engaged, and you were at this QS or you were at QSI, did you feel that that was where the love to stay with that particular brand, or no, was it actually, just we, so we happened? We actually left. We actually left okay, QSI. Well, forget so that no. question. <laughs> yeah. Did you hate QSI? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, you know, uh, QSI, you know, has always been been good to our family, and and it's a good organization mm -hmm. to work for. Um, you know, every organization has its shortcomings, sure. you know, for sure. Um, but they've taken good care of us. Uh, but we decided at that time that we both wanted some different opportunities. And, and, and we went to a, a job fair actually here in Bangkok um, for uh, Search Associates again. And it's, a, it's one of their largest fairs. So, so you were in China and then you flew to Bangkok just to go to the job fair? Yes. Wow, okay. Yeah, which is very common. You know, uh, the Bangkok Job Fair is one of the largest, the two major organizations, one's called ISS and the other one's called Search Associates, both have their job fairs here in Bangkok. And it's one of the first fairs wow. of the year. And they're massive. Like, is, it like, is it like speed dating? They've got all the tables set up and you basically go from table to table to table. 
And it's even crazier than that, okay? <laughs> and it's an experience that you would never think you would have doing interviews, and I'll tell you why. Mildly creepy, I have to add. And for those that have set this up, it is creepy. So you go in and all these tables are set up and you meet all the people at the tables and you get a time slot to interview with them. The interviews then start the next day for two days and you go to their hotel rooms and you interview. And so you're traveling up and down through the hotel, uh, you know, Shangri-La, Sheridan, the big ones in, in yeah. there, going into people's hotel rooms to interview. So it can be really awkward at times sitting on someone's bed being interviewed while they're at, on the desk, you know, having a, an interview. Very bizarre situation. Uh, but I mean, if you were staying in the hotel and you sort of, well, you know, just walk up in my dressing gown and <laughs> walk down my cup of coffee. <laughs> I was next door. I thought I'd make this easy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> were you and Sarah at the time both looking, because how does it work with couples looking for a job? So oh, did you go in there with the fact that we're a couple, a bit like Russell and I are a couple? Yep. Apparently, because last night this Russell was asked many times where Where's I Jay? was. Yeah. I was at home. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah, it was yeah. fine. Yeah, he yeah, didn't. Yeah, we're we're allowed nights out time. independently. Your partner can go out at times. Exactly. Yeah, it's not a problem. Yeah, but he just came in so late. Yeah. <laughs> Woke me up. That's why I'm so tired this morning. Yeah. <laughs> but how does it work? So when you get to the, so you go to the, the fair and you say, right, this is my partner. We want to. We're a team. And yeah, that, that must limit your. Yeah, it must cut down the opportunities. It, it, it does and it doesn't. Uh, most international schools want couples. And in particular, they want couples without dependents. Yeah. To, that's, that's the number one box. You well, you've screwed that over now, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Now I, I'm going to have two dependents. But the reason why is for the cost of getting visas, apartments, everything else like that. Believe it or not, the cheapest option, the most value for their dollar is a teaching couple without dependents. You've also got the fact if you've got dependents, they've got there's a the school fee attached to that. Yeah. Plus the fact if you're there on your own as an as an individual, you know, how are you going to settle into this new environment, this new place, regardless of your travel experience? Yep. If you're going with someone, at least you, you straight away you obviously you know someone, you've got a bit of grounding there. So yeah. maybe and, that's and a, a the bit. likelihood of you staying and fulfilling a contract yeah. goes up significantly. So but it fulfills if, all those but requirements. At this time, you're still looking for PE roles, head of PE roles. Yeah, so I was looking for athletic director, head of PE, okay. or, and or both. Yeah. And then, is there a difference between athletic director and head of PE? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So your athletic director is taking care of all your, um, you know, after-school athletic programs. You know, your football, your basketball, your badminton you're traveling for tournaments, you know, all that kind of stuff, as well as hosting matches and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. Your head of PE is uh, strictly curricula. So okay. your, your PE lessons taught in the The athletic school. director sounds more cooler yeah. to me. Yeah. So you're looking for that role. And Sarah, would, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> PE teachers, you suck. No, you don't. No, you don't. I love you all. Some of them don't. Um, and Sarah's looking for English yeah. senior school? Yes. Okay. So your specific two, those specific two roles are very narrow. So my point being is, if I go to the table and say, "Well, I'm looking for PE," Sarah's looking for English. There isn't English, but there is PE. Yeah. How does that work? Or do you two then say, "Okay, well, we're not interested"? They, some schools will look to see what the fit is. Some schools will look at your resume, your CV, and see what other things they can offer. So for me, it would be science, right? So they could say. You know, you're interested in teaching middle school science or biology, 
uh, and with Sarah, you know, uh, it could be special education. So we did have that that on the board, right? Because she's secondary special education uh, uh, head in at UWC here. Um, so they can look at that and offer. offer oh, I those. didn't realize. So your missus works at UWC XYZ QUY. TF, yes. Yeah, yeah. The, which brought another question. When you went to this particular fair as a couple, was that something that was on, on the cards? That, you know, if, if we can't get the same school, as long as we're obviously in the same country, within the same sort of shouting distance, is that something that's viable? Was that something you looked at? Uh, you know, most teaching couples want to work in the same school. Sarah and I actually enjoy working at different schools, um, especially because we're both, you know, at the time would be middle management positions, mm. right? And, and the chances of a school having middle management positions at the same school, you know, we, we ended up getting it in, in Kuwait and Dubai, um, you know, and, and again in Kazakhstan, but it's not the norm. Right. It's right. not the norm. Uh, and so we actually worked at two different schools in Dubai and worked at two different schools here and worked at two different schools in China. Yeah. So. So after, so you went, sorry, I, this is real. So, so from got, China went to Bangkok to the job fair. Yep. And where did that then take you? Kuwait. Okay. We went to Kuwait. Yes. I, I was trying to make, I was going to make a, a stupid joke. But I was waiting. Yeah. I was convinced you'd have one lined up. I did. And I don't know. I guess I'm we'll have to Kuwait for it. Anyway, but I'm cha here a week. That's good, Russ. <laughs> Can I ask you? Excuse me. I'm just going to. Yeah. He's just <laughs> dropped the mic and everything. Hold on. Yeah, you can Kuwait for it, because I'm just going to edit your bit Thank out. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll have that one. Good. Cheers. Good. Um, Kuwait must have been, I've never been to Kuwait. Must have been difficult for Sarah. Uh, it, it's, uh, we love the kids there. The kids were great. Is that a? Yeah, yeah no, you've answered okay. that very well. No, uh, it was. It was very difficult for her. Uh, you know, the, the people can be quite lovely. Uh, they're, you know, they the, the warmth of uh, Arabic culture and uh, they, they have this real community, almost tribal. Yeah, it's so hospitable. Mm. And, and, you know, you, you can't go in anywhere without sitting down to have a cup of coffee or a cup, cup of tea. Like when you go to customs to get your stuff out of customs, you know, if you want to rush them, they're going to take twice as long. If you sit down and have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea mm. with them, you know, then all of a sudden they're like, okay, let's go. And we'll just stamp yeah. a couple of things and, and you go. And, and that's... I, it was, I find it similar here. I just yeah. take brown envelopes with me rather than cups <laughs> of tea. And things seem to happen a lot quicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, why. sure. Yeah, yeah. Service fees. I call them service fees. Yes. Allegedly, yeah. let's say. <laughs> let's just get that out yeah. Allegedly, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there was times where it was very difficult for a woman and in particular, you know, uh, Sarah's relatively petite, blonde haired, you know, yeah. you know green eyed woman. Out. Yeah, yeah. And what did you do much? Because you get a lot of holidays. Because teachers get a hell of a lot of holidays. Bless you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you do much traveling around? Did yeah. Traveled all around the Middle East and uh, saw many of the many of the countries there. Um, and and as well as we, you know, it's a quick jump over to Southeast Asia. So sure. we did come over this way a couple times as well. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It was a good spot. Good location. So Kuwait. Sorry. Go on. Just, just before we sort of jump to the, the, the next place. Um, so you've now been away for, sort of, I guess, 10 years? Yeah, a long time. At that point? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Two and then and then one. Three. Mr. Peters didn't do maths. And then six. Yeah, science and PE. <laughs> five. Yeah, yeah. Six. Maths. And then, yeah. so now, that's, now we're at eight. We're at eight okay. years by the time we're leaving Kuwait. Right. Okay. And it never a thought that I wonder what it's like back home or 
never will any drive to go back? Or? I mean, we would go back every summer anyway. Yeah. You know, okay. as part of international uh, programs, you right. get flights to sure. and from your home country every summer. Is Sarah Canadian as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. So, so you just go back every summer. Okay. Oh, Sarah Canadian? No. Oh, sorry. I didn't. I heard the person behind me. <laughs> Sarah is American. Okay. But. How does We're, that work? That must be difficult for yeah. you. I mean, look, nobody's perfect, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, uh, I mean, she must have a great personality. I mean, she she's does. lovely. <laughs> she does. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, our, our uh, brothers and sisters to the south, there is many wonderful uh, people in the U.S. Um, you know, their previous politician and followers, not so much. But, yeah. but uh, you know, I think any decent American would agree with you on that context. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. moving on from that. Uh, oddly enough, we were from two different countries, but only lived a six-hour drive, one-hour flight apart. Right. Wow. You know, yeah. that doesn't happen. We have friends that are from the same country that are like, you know, one's from the East Coast, one's from the West Coast. Right. <laughs> you know, five, six-day drive. Yeah. You know, uh, you nice. know, we it's just so happen to be. A <laughs> yeah, and that's quite. I met in China, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's exactly. It's just weird, isn't yeah. it? That is. Oh. And so Kuwait to do to do to do to do to do to Dubai to Dubai, yeah. Went to Dubai. Um, what was that like? Because I've not only my experience of Dubai. In fact, I haven't done much of the Middle East at all, apart from flying in and flying out. So I don't really see that much, apart from horrible people that get on the plane. Yeah. Um, and that's the only experience I have of the Middle East. Yeah. What, what's Dubai like? Because a lot of people say it's quite soulless. It's uh, Dubai's a hard place to explain, you know, because the Emirati population is only about thirteen percent. Of Dubai, you know, there's actually a stronger UK population. I think they're about 35 or 37 percent. We get everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and so uh, there isn't the what the Arabic culture embedded in there like somewhere like Kuwait had, or if you go go to Doha or you go you go down to Muscat in in Oman, you know, beautiful uh, Arabic uh, countries with strong culture. Dubai just doesn't have that. It has a strong city feel and it has its own feeling there, but it's kind of like almost like fantasy land, you know, nothing seems it's all very white and sterile and, yeah. and, and not very real. There's, I guess, the grit. It's missing the normal city grit that you would have. Like you have in to get off the beaten, London the beaten or, path. you know, yeah, yeah. And I've also heard from from teacher friends that it's also a very difficult place because the children of the international schools can be the best way I can put this. I don't know. You can no. say it. It's okay. A little bit snobbish and a little bit kind of they're, they're muddy coded. They've got nannies look after them and so they, they, they didn't difficult. have much respect. Yeah, difficult. Yeah, and, and my school that I w was at had kind of um, almost the, the students that didn't fit into those schools where Sarah was at the sister school and it was one of the premier IB schools in Dubai and very much had that feel. Um, uh, elitism, I think, I think. Yeah, that's probably the right word for it, yeah. Uh, is, there was a little bit of that, you know, and oh, I was on my yacht this weekend, right, yeah. you know, so on and so forth uh, type thing. So. And there is a little bit of that in Phuket, I'm sure, sure. Yeah, as well, yeah. at some of the schools. Yeah. Not so much at my school. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, mine too. And now they'll get to the interesting one, Katistan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how did that come about? Because that's not a place for us. Where do you want to go on holiday? Do you want to go well, to, to be honest, I me? mentioned this to you a while ago. Did you? What did I say? No. No. Oh, I didn't want to go. Have you changed your mind now? No. Right. Well, let's see if Rock can change your mind. It, yeah. it actually. Sell it to me. It is one of those 
almost untouched locations that it's not on anyone's radar. And that's why it's actually a cool place to go to. Uh, we but, fell in love with it. Like I said, we signed for a fourth year when they offered here. But how did that opportunity, because when you're looking through your speed dating brochures for new schools, <laughs> and you say, oh, Katistan, did, that, did it jump out at you? Was it something you've researched? Or? So, so we, uh, at that time, we were with uh, in Dubai, and in particular, the organization we were with, let's just say, um, by the end of the first year, we had signed four different contracts, <laughs> uh, and each one taking a little bit more and more away, in particular, the last one took women's health care almost completely out um, uh, because they could. And so we made the decision to look elsewhere and we reached out to an organization that we knew and loved and saw what they had to offer. And at the time, uh, QSI had a PE uh, science and, and uh, head of English position open in Almaty, Kazakhstan, because we have at that time four schools in Kazakhstan. Uh, QSI had, uh, and we were, we were like, huh, where is this? Much yeah. of the same. Where is Kazakhstan? And we look at the pictures, and we see the school with the mountains in the background, and uh, you it's know, amazing. Yeah, you know, because it's kind of like almost in this U shape uh, around the Tinshan mountain range. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful. You know, thirty minutes, you're thirty-five hundred you know, uh, meters, you know, top of a ski hill. Why so does QSI gorgeous. have so many international schools in Katistan? A lot of students. Oil. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, okay. And, and QSI are uh, AOS schools, so, so American Overseas Schools, uh, which are, in, in the short version, they're connected to the State Department. This being the exception. Uh, you know, a lot of them are embassy schools, you know, in locations where the norm is not to go. So all of the stands, we have schools. Uh, former Soviet Union bloc, we have schools. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's why we, you know. Are you saying, Rob, that you teach at a spy school? Is this is what, are we being honest now? Yeah, yeah, could be, could be. Excellent, good to yeah. know. So cover yeah. blown, well done, Jay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why that. I have multiple passports. Yeah. On a, just on a side <laughs> note, you mentioned there, obviously we, we, they had the two positions at this school, which is great, and then, okay, they've got the positions, let's see where it is. Was that usually how it worked? See where the, what the positions are available and then find out where that is? Or did you kind of spin the globe and say, hey, I want to go to New Zealand, I wonder what jobs are there? Or, or did it just not matter? It, it really comes down to the time that you're applying. Like you can go to a job fair and you can look at the board and what people have to offer and you're like, oh, well, you know, I want to apply in Singapore, or I want to apply in yeah. Shanghai, or and so you go to apply to those places and and Just you know, get happens. the job and see what happens or don't get the job, um, and see what gets left over. Uh, even when we took the job in Kuwait, we actually we had several offers on the table and we really wanted to go to Tokyo. We had an offer at the same time in Tokyo, but financially just couldn't see making it work. Well, fun enough. I was just, my next question was going to be, were there other opportunities that you had that you either didn't take or wanted but didn't get? Yeah. We, we've been fortunate enough that... We're fucking uh, awesome and got what we, we, yeah, what we, we wanted. Yeah, we, we, would, we would get uh, a lot of the jobs we applied for. Uh, we had offers. It's whether the offer actually fit. We had a lot of student loans that we wanted to pay off and, and you know get ourselves in a position to be okay financially. So it was, there's a lot of decisions sure. when you're making it. And, and Tokyo being somewhere I've always wanted to live, 
but I, I mean. Why do you want to live in Tokyo? Uh, it was just one of those places, right? Istanbul was one of them. Uh, you know, Tokyo uh, is another one that I just, somewhere you wanted to live. Spain is another one I would love to live in Spain. You know, you know, you just. you got just a lot of work to do, son. Yeah, yeah. yeah You've got yeah. a lot of stamps in your passport. I got, yeah. a, I got a lot to do. Got a yeah. lot to do. You know, so, this is country number seven, so I'm, I'm on a good roll. Yeah. I, so, Katistan, was it, how long were you there for? Three years. Okay. Signed, signed for the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and loved it. Loved it. Uh, because it's like, at the time, the city was really changing, and it has a lot of new money for, from the oil. So lots of little bistros and cafes and and You wouldn't think, popping see, up. I have no. no, I wouldn't even think there's a city there. Yeah, great lots ski. Of, great lots of goats. Is it, yeah, that's I'm thinking. Lots of like, goats. Uh, dust yeah. roads with goats. Uh, yeah, and that's I, don't, it. I didn't see too many goats, to be honest Just with you. Tell them there's lots of goats. Yeah, yeah, lots of goats. Oh, Thank you. I love uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and uh, great um, four by four. And we had a four by four and camping and hiking. And yeah, if you love being outdoors, it's amazing. See, it sounds like and what language are they speaking there? So Kazakh is the native language, but they're Russian speakers, former mm-hmm. Soviet Union as well. So, so most of them speak uh, Kazakh and Russian. And how was that for you guys? Sarah's, uh, we didn't learn Kazakh at all. Um, not, not without a desire to, but when you're trying to learn the most common language there, it was Russian. So Sarah actually had learned quite a bit. Myself, not so much. Uh, not without a desire. Just Which would have come in useful. Yeah, but. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when, as Who an knew? athletic director, you're working way too much to have time to learn anything so your yeah. russian is probably on par with rocky four that's what we're gonna put it out yes yeah yeah, yeah 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 i will break you yeah if pretty he close dies, yeah. he dies <laughs> and that's it that's yeah. it yeah that's, that's perfect it. That's up with yeah. Russian as well <laughs> so i'm really interested in kazakhstan because I, I, that's borat country isn't it yes yeah yeah, yeah. So although that inter- wasn't i don't think he filmed it actually in kazakhstan no i don't think no. he did either but that's kind of everyone's <laughs> perception of kazakhstan is is that which is Maybe not a good thing. Yeah, they don't like it, actually. No, I bet they don't. No. <laughs> I bet they don't. But just like Aussies aren't really, you know, keen on, uh, you know, the Foster Beer guy or, or what, yeah, what's the guy, fa- Crocodile Dundee yeah, guy? Yeah, but to be fair, that's more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. favorite country Australia. <laughs> not. But you went to, was it American thing you went to last night or Australia? No, it was the Australian one. So why were you at the Australian thing last night? Because I was invited. And I yeah. thought it'd be rude not to go. Sorry, we're just going off. Was it good? Yeah, it was actually. It was good fun. Oh, and a good night. Good. Nice. Um, so at this time, you were athletic director, head of PE? In, uh, yeah, in I was Kazakhstan. athletic director in, okay. in Kazakhstan. Yeah. And when was the decision, right, I want to be the, the next big week? I want to so run the school. Was, while I was there, I was moved into uh, a vice principal role. So I was doing uh, scheduling, pastoral care. Uh, so on and so forth. Pastoral, isn't that looking after dead people? <laughs> uh, uh, discipline, discipline. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but you don't say discipline, right? Yeah. You don't say, oh, is that oh, you're, not is that punishing, you're not punishing the kids, right? right so pastoral probably, care. Probably you're dead, edu- you don't want to kill them then. Educating them on their mistakes. Right. <laughs> just pastoral, <laughs> pastor, the back of the eel. priest. It's, we're back. With, uh, no, that's going to be No, 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 no. That's a dark Go down the Catholic. No, 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 no. They yeah, gave don't, a lot of care. Although, oddly enough, when I was back to Istanbul, the, the PE department was responsible for uh, the discipline in the school. So if, if students got in trouble, the PE department stepped in, showed up with the cricket bats and the hockey sticks. I bet they, I, but the Turks took it though. The Turks are strong as oxes. I tell you yeah. what, they yeah. take a kick in and they <laughs> yeah. keep getting up. 
Yeah, That's yeah. For sure. I saw some interesting things there. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, wow, I won't be coming on these visits yeah. in the classroom. Yeah. I've played sport against some Turkish guys, and I tell you what, they are strong yeah. as oxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you needed something moved, we used to work on the beaches and sailing. And if you needed a boat move, people would go and get the four by four in the trailer. No, just get a Turk. Yeah, They'd just get a Turk power. Yeah, just drag it up. Absolutely, mental. absolutely. I say, so he's in charge of discipline nicely. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and scheduling and so on and so forth. School scheduling events. when the kids were coming in to get beaten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like for the record, Rob yeah. has never beaten a child, ever. Just want to no, put that out there. No, no, no. Right. Not yet, Monday anyway. morning. <laughs> Might be beating Russell up. Um, do you feel that, because when I moved on, and I can't relate the way a little bit, when I was teaching sailing, and then I moved on to management, I kind of just missed the actual hands-on stuff. So what was the, you know, you're going from athletic directorship to more kind of scheduling, which does sound a bit boring, if I may say. It's not the most exciting part of the job. It really isn't, uh, for sure. Even now, you know, when I'm doing scheduling or I'm doing, you know, the logistics side of, of the job, that's not... Do you have a big table and lots of boats, boats and airplanes and, and, and cars moving around? That's what uh, I want you to be doing. Notes. Oh, yeah, post-it, post-it notes. Oh, post-it notes. Okay. You just put a punch of post-it notes because then you can move it. Yeah, right? color-coded and all and, that. And, yeah. uh, and when you're in a big school, that are 700 kids in Almaty, and so you have many teachers... And, and many that might be teaching the same class, right? Uh, but you have multiple sections, right? So you have to, okay, well, this person moves this class here, and you got to kind of move it around, and yeah. And did you want to take that next? You, you were willing to, and that's the progression you wanted to take? Yeah, at that time, I was just finishing my second master's in education leadership. So second? A, yeah. He's done two. Yeah. How yeah. many have you done? Masters. It's funny you should mention that. Why? None. None. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, the only masters got... you'll do is playing the rugby tens masters, mate. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can stop now. End off. Yeah, fair enough. Kuwait is later. <laughs> so. Yeah, so so it was kind of a natural progression. It was something I was interested in doing. Um, and did Sarah want to move up as well? Was she very comfortable, kind of just being uh, following you, know, you uh, I guess? Uh, I'm sure she'd like to move up. She's five foot two. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> Sarah has her, her own master's in leadership and was head, head of English and, and uh, capstone coordinator, uh, AP. So a lot of people know about the different, um, you know, A-levels at, at your school. Thank you for looking at me and uh, dumbing at, it down. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, uh, UWC no, is IB diploma program, the DP program. And QSI is, uh, this particular QSI is an AP school. But in Amadi, it's a capstone school, which is a new program. That they, that they have, and it's kind of like upper-level classes. And she, she was the AP coordinator there uh, for the Capstone program. So she was already in middle management. Um, but that was part of the flavor of coming here. She, she came here and, and got to take a year off. And, <laughs> and, so uh, you came here. Oh, well, how did, the, cause yeah. you, did you come here straight away as head of school? Yes. Okay, so how did that process? Yeah, uh, that was... Uh, you know, I was there in my last year, and we had signed for uh, a fourth year doing the same rule, basically. QSI doesn't call it a vice principal role, but What does it essence, call it? That, so this particular one was uh, kind of a non-title title, uh, <laughs> activities principal, uh, but they call their principals director of curricular instruction. All right, yeah, okay. It's a very long DCI. title for principal. Yeah. Right? And then head of school, right? So 
they call director. So I'm a director at this school, but it's head of school or superintendent at some schools and See, headmaster. And DCI. It just, yeah, uh, it, superintendent yeah. to me is a... Police. Yeah. yeah. Or someone that does the beatings of the yeah, kids yeah. when they're naughty. And I think, oh, well, uh, we've I just, think uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Head Start, they call it uh, headmaster, right? Well, headmaster... That's, that's well, old school. I, I'm old school. So he, I had a headmaster at school. Yeah. And you were scared to go to the headmaster. You were scared to go to the deputy head but more scared to headmaster. I, I yeah. wasn't. And I dinner went so ladies, often. Dinner ladies were the scariest. Yeah. You got sent to the dinner lady, you're in a world of trouble. <laughs> or now you have to call them lunchtime assistants, Less, I believe is yeah, the expression yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. Dinner ladies. Less ti- lunchtime personnel. Oh, lunchtime that personnel. personnel. There you go. Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, so, you saw th- so the job for Phuket came up as head of school, whatever we want to call it. Yeah. And you yeah. went, bang, I want to do that. Yeah, I, it was, I wanted to move up anyway, and I actually was interested in the director of curricular instruction position, uh, to, you know, to be a principal first before being head of school, um, you know, to kind of learn the role a little bit. But this came up, and it kind of seemed to be a perfect fit. Sarah wanted to take a year off anyway, and there wasn't a position, you know, at the school at the time. And, uh, so Not until just, you got there, then all of a sudden, the yeah, next year, yeah, hey. head of English came up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Nepotism, <laughs> nepotism isn't big in my... Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, Mr. Flowers, I'm afraid we're not going to renew your contract this year. We're just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're exactly. downsizing the department. Downsizing. Well, we're getting the American into speaking yeah. English. Yeah, to teach English. <laughs> Aluminum. That's what we want. Yeah. We don't want aluminium And anymore. tomatoes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, Exactly. They would they would argue that uh, you know they print more in English than anywhere else too. Yeah, you know. Bless them. Yeah, fair enough. I, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had you been to Phuket before that? Yeah, a few times. Okay, just on holidays. Oh, cool. Yeah, on holidays box. and uh, you know we've diving and whatnot. So I've been here, Koh Samui, Koh Tao. You know, nice. yeah, been around. And then the job came up and you applied and it was. Uh, it, they just came and actually phoned me up. I, I think I mentioned that right at the start here. Yeah, they phoned me up cold. in December. It was cold and snowy. Yeah. And said, uh, you know, do you want to take over a head of school in Phuket? It was a 60-degree like, swing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, let me think about it. And I'll get yes. back to you. you know. And that was it. Bang. And then we were off. We were off. And how did you find coming to be? Because I guess you'd already been to different countries, so you're kind of used to that expat lifestyle. So just was coming to Phuket just a simple, easy kind of... Yeah, it was. And it was somewhere, it was one of those locations, as we were talking about locations where you want to live. Thailand was always one of those places that Sarah and I wanted to live was in Thailand. Um, you know, we liked, the, we liked the atmosphere. We'd been here a few times. We liked the culture, um, the food, obviously. Uh, beaches are a good, positive. Climate's good. Uh, so, so it was an easy transition to move down here and, and uh, move into the role. And how was it with the school being the big boss now? Because you've gone uh, from not... That's your first uh, yeah. step up, right? It, it's, I mean, it's a steep learning curve and, and something that you can't even be taught. It, it's kind of why I also wanted to, you know, do the next... You know, I did the vice principal thing, do the principal thing, and then do the, mm. the head of school uh, progress. So you kind of learn each role along the way. Uh, so it was a little bit into the fire, um, you know, and especially a school that had some struggles that needed to be corrected. But it was kind of my area of expertise kind of fit that. Cool. You know, the development. Being a bouncer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bouncer, you know, yeah. d- develop, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. rebrand, you know. There's many people that didn't even know that school even existed still. I didn't know it existed, I, I don't true, think. Yeah, yeah, until we met three, four years ago. It was probably the third year that, or the first year 
trying to work out uh, what it was. Year, year two we so met. Year two we met. Yeah. We were introduced by Yvonne. Yep. Right, lovely, yeah, Yvonne. lovely Yvonne. Because we were talking about burgers yep. at that time. Yep, yep, Because Rob's been a, a, a passionate supporter of the burger competition. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Entering Our, as well as enjoying. Enjoying, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, school, school yeah, yeah, has, right. has been in it twice. That's true. Twice now. And they got third place? Third place this mm. year. Yeah, with, yeah. with uh, that was a good Burger. Tan, right? That's From right, yeah, yeah. Burgers by Tan. Yeah. How did yeah. that relation, sorry, going to complete, because I should explain. So Rob was interested to bring the school to do the, the burger, burger competition, competition yeah. back at uh, Boat Lagoon. Was he a, I think yep. that's when you first came in, wasn't it? Was that yep. one? And so that's how we met. And it was great to have a schooling, because I never even thought about getting a school. But you, because I see your shirt now, you work with two chefs. Two chefs on that one. On that one. Okay. For, the, for two years with two chefs. We did, yeah. They, they were our caterer at the school, obviously, okay. until COVID happened. And now they know they're, um, they've shut they're, up they're, shop. They're shut up shop until, until they can come back and yeah. everyone can open. So. And then you've got Chef, Chef, what's his name? Chef Tan. Chef Bresh- Tan and uh, um, uh, this uh, petite little Thai lady. And her food is actually... I, fantastic her burgers are wonderful and it was actually one of uh my staff we were looking for a new uh partner right to help us you know being a, a small nonprofit school the partner helps us quite a bit to be able to put on the burgers and and get them out there and and cover the initial costs so that we balance the the sheets so to speak uh and you know one of our staff went in and spoke to her and she was very keen to do it she never even she hadn't even heard of the burger competition uh, before. That's terrible, Mark. Terrible, Just terrible. Disgraceful. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> and... Uh, Nor did 2,500 people that came to the event. The yeah. Next <laughs> event <laughs> what am Thank I here for? Much. What am I here for? <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, she, she was very excited to came in and, and had some, you know, good product that she wanted to... But didn't, and I have to say on this year, the kids were really active. as well. They had been the, the couple of years before, but this year, or say this year, it was... November last year, they were really en masse yeah. enjoying it and getting around and, and promoting it. And that was a key thing about the whole burger competition, yeah. which is about promotion. It's about having fun and laugh. And your kids really jumped in it, or the school yeah. kids really jumped into it. And really, they were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they had a great, great time. You know, the different, different partners, different angles. You know, with two chefs, they kind of help them, guide them, so to speak, and the students created their own burger, you know, uh, and created their own burger name and everything for the first yeah. round. This one, it was kind of, you know, the partnership for her to be in, it was kind of her burgers and, and we just worked with her. Okay. So just different partnership, but still great experience for, for the students to yeah. work the grill and uh, learn, learn it's by doing. It's a very eclectic mix really though, in terms of it's not something you'd have on your normal curriculum for the yeah. school, right? Yeah, not but, at all. With that kind of in mind, though, what other things that, do you have any other ideas sort of in the pipeline, things that you want to do with the school that either aren't being done now or that you want to tweak and change? Yeah, uh, you know, we're always working on building and developing things. You know, the, the burger competition came out of our cooking competition that we host uh, annually. You know, the, the fifth one's coming up here in March. Uh, and that is, again, all the student students will come in and compete against other students from all the other schools. Cool. We'll come and we host the event at the school. And then, you know, a bunch of the top chefs will come and judge it, you know, cool. kind of like a top chef type yeah. type thing and give out prizes. So, you know, we got we got Pablo from from Didos and we have, you know, Adam from Two Chefs and so on and so forth. Um, Big shout out to Adam, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they, they, they've just started a online food business, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, kids, kids, kids Meals Baguette. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I should so I'd give him a shout. We should get him on. He's a he's a really really cool guy. Cool. Yeah, really cool yeah, guy. He is. He is. And lots of great ideas. Lots of great and ideas. And his wife's very pretty too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she is. Um, and has her own stuff going on. Well, she, she used to do events. She was wedding planner, wasn't she? Events and yeah. wedding planning oh, okay. and and whatnot. No, lovely couple. So, cool. Um, yeah, and just growing from there. You know, being a being a, a small nonprofit school, we we try and get really involved with community based ideas and activities whether it's various you know initiatives that we try to work with like we partnered with the governor when he had his keep keep Phuket clean initiative and we were doing you know uh and and worked with the hotel association to do active beach cleanups more than just the token one beach yeah. cleanup a day and, well, and then take the picture with uh, their yeah, vinyl take the thing picture. and say yeah, we yeah, clean the beach yeah, well done yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we were making ours like a monthly you know, and specific to a beach that we'd work with the hotels that's really struggling uh, with a lot of garbage and whatnot and get out there and just trying to educate the students because many of our students at our school are Phuketians, you know, parents own small businesses, you know, here on the island, whether it's a dive shop or a small restaurant or, or hotel type thing. So they are resort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, so they're interested in uh, the long term you know, uh, growth of Phuket, right? You know, so. How much of a, cause obviously with as QSI as a brand, you've got to report to mm-hmm. higher ups at some point. But, and how much of a free hand do you have with what you do here? Does, do I have to run, oh, like I've got this great idea for this school project, it's got to be signed off or is that just come down to like a financial commitment thing? Yeah, like if, if it's going to cost money, we've got to get it's a really, off. really good question. If it costs a significant amount of money, uh, yes, I have to get it signed off by my regional who may need to get it signed off by, you know, headquarters. Right. Um, you know, some of the smaller ideas like, you know, the burger competition and those type of, of things. That's all my initiative. House. I just cool. go and do it. Um, so those are so it, it's kind of a multi tiered, multi tiered things. I tend to report you know everything that i do um even if it's just to say hey sorry i did this yeah. uh, <laughs> always better to ask for forgiveness and permission yeah, I say. exactly exactly <laughs> uh but sometimes you have to yeah. uh do it that way and there is uh in part a corporate model obviously mm. uh that that i have to follow and uh but qsi gives me a little bit of flexibility cool. uh, within that corporate model yeah sweet yeah and also you've traveled uh, rather extensively and you mentioned earlier you've got some other sort of obviously tokyo spain other sort of hot spots you want to go to but what other sort of things have you got on your bucket list either for you independently or maybe for you and sarah together yeah and that's just, when you go overseas a long time you get a lot of things on on your bucket list yeah. and you start checking off pretty quickly you know you're seeing the pyramids in egypt or you know seeing the Colosseum in in italy or, or uh, i think he's boasting uh, a little bit there yeah, yeah, just yeah. real rattling them off yeah 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 well yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know um Live in Kazakhstan, yeah, 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 Kazakhstan, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, you know, various various things. So, I've checked off quite a few. Does uh, it change your bucket list now that you've got you've got one child and you've got one on the way? One on the way. So, does that has your kind of your mindset changed about what you want to do from a bucket list point of view? It, it does, and and it's always evolving. So, there's always there's definitely things that I want to continue to do and 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 grow, you know. Uh, and and get to but it's a evolving thing and with children it's even more so you know now it's more you know seeing their success sure uh and and, and doing stuff with and for uh, yeah, them yeah yeah okay. and and 
seeing what their future is going to look like, you know. Uh, being an old old dog, you single for for uh, a long time, you know, it's very self-directed bucket yeah. list. Now it's becoming, you know, a broader bucket list. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mr. Cool. Peters, thank you very much. Oh, this is awesome, man. Nice, man. Was we cool. are. I do apologize. It has taken a long time to get yeah. you sat down here. Worth the wait, though, I would say. Yeah, right? and we, Worth are, the we should mention a big shout out to Starbucks at Tesco. Other Tescos yeah, are We're available. not in Bake for once. Yeah, we're not in Bake. Yeah, which is we good. We usually huh? do it at Bake, but oh, no, we've got you in nice. Starbucks, yeah, which is just it. across from the school. The school's over that, over yonder. Yeah, over yonder. We're all yeah. looking through the window, but it's somewhere over there. But no, thank you very much. Yeah. And we look forward to, I'm not sure what's going to happen in the bird competition this year. I've got a feeling it's going to be 2022 when I'm going to do the next one. But we'll, okay. we'll definitely get you guys back well, in it. We're ready to go. Cool. we gotta, we got to take first prize. Sweet. We're happy to, to uh, rival those you know, hotel and burger vendors and be the underdog. Yeah. Well, yeah. Third, third place. I mean, yeah. hey. Yeah. Second, third, second loser, I guess yeah. you could. <laughs> yeah. But we shouldn't. No, let's, let's stay positive. Yeah. Let's stay positive. Uh, QSI, if you're interested, go and check them out. We'll put all the links in the description. So if you want to go and have a look at your school, yep. then people Please can do. just give you a shout and um, go and have a look yeah. around. Yeah. It is a cool school, and mm. I love the little community there. Yeah. I yeah. think it's lovely. So, uh, And you're doing a good job. Cheers, and if you're a couple you. without dependents somewhere around the world looking for an amazing school, yeah, go to yeah. a speed dating fair <laughs> yeah. and good luck. And, and, and who knows? Yeah, exactly. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. well, thank you very much. You've been thank legend. you guys. Cheers, mate. Definite Cheers. pleasure. Thanks. Thanks. Cheers, Russ. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the outro. Welcome to the outro, Jay. I like Rob. Rob's awesome. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! You can't just giggle. I giggle a lot. It's okay, Russell's giggling a lot because this is about the eighth time we've done this outro. We're still sat with Kitty, who you'll hear about next week, but we won't talk about her right now. But Kitty's here, but we'll talk about her next week. Anyway, Rob Peters, Canadian Welcome to the Rob. outro. Welcome to the outro again. Yeah. Rob Peters. Awesome. You like Rob? No, I do. And I've, so I've known him a little while through... I got to know them through the dogs, Mika and Summer. Lovely little doggies. What's sorry, the dog's name? Mika and Summer. Okay. They're very cool. i got a hamster called Summer. Do you? Yes. Oh, there you go, you see. So now they came to me for some training with their doggies when Sarah was very pregnant with their first. And obviously just heard about the story about that. Um, so, yeah, but no, cool people. Just really. Do you know what I'm impressed about? You know when you meet some cool. people yeah. and uh, they kind of put you back up and you think, I never want to meet this person ever, ever again. A bit like Kitty from Something, next yeah, week's people, podcast We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas other people you instantly warm to and. Be just, with. And just. So to speak. <laughs> so to speak. I'm yeah. not sure that this is <laughs> yeah. perfect for the Rob, but yeah. no. I, I think the fact but that he's... But just warm, genuine, lovely people. He is lovely. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? He had really, really nice teeth. <laughs> Did you notice his teeth? And I said this. I saw um, Donna Toon. What's up, DJ Tooney? I saw her the other day. And I said, oh, I interviewed Rob. And she went, oh, he's lovely, isn't he? I said, yeah, no, Rob, he's a great guy. He's brilliant as a, you know, as a headmaster, principal, director, whatever you want to call it. You know, he's worked in Katastan. Really interesting story about Katastan and all this sort of stuff. They're travels. And, and I said, he's got great teeth. And Donna went, mm, he has got good teeth. Good to know. Next time you look at him, he's got great teeth. It's all I'm going to be able to look at next time I see him. Handsome young man, great teeth. Indeed. And what a journey oh. for all the places that they've been. Bless him. And that, I, I, that's, for me, was the, the, the thing that really sort of stood out. It's a case of, well, it's, and it's not the, I mean, people coming to Thailand per se, you could sort of argue, you know, everyone's, well, let's go to Thailand. But they've gone to some far out places and just, like, why would you Never go been to Finland, though, have they? I don't think. But, but I not, think, why not would you to go? Say, but not to say that they wouldn't. No. Uh, Probably to eat puffins. 
<laughs> You'll get that joke, listener, yeah, next yeah. week. Yeah. Um, We're foreshadowing. <laughs> but thank you very much. If you are interested in uh, QSI, then you just go to the website of QSI. <laughs> yeah, well done, Jay. Uh, well, just just it, Google. I put it in the description. Quality just, schools I don't know why I, I always point down and say, I put it in the description. Yeah. Not that anyone's As if there watching. should be like something flashing up on a audio. <laughs> There'll be a lot of flashing next week on yeah. the podcast, I tell you. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram if you want don't to. Don't know why. There's nothing on Instagram, to be fair. Um, but you can go to Twitter and like us on the old Twitter. But the best place to go is phuketpodcast.com. And there you can find all our podcasts that we do at Shark 13 Productions. We've got Bartcast, which we is by the Russell D. Russell from Canine Point Academy. If you want your dog trained or you've got a dog and you want it to look after for a few weeks or a day. Jay, take a breath. <gasps> CaninePointAcademy.com. Thank you. Um, we've also got Phuket Property Podcast, which is another one, and a new one that's just out called Storytime by KS Phuket. There we go. But we'll talk about that another time. PhuketPodcast.com. Um, there you go. Just Look buddy. forward to um, listening to Kitty Cat. Next week is going to be pretty outrageous, I reckon. I think so. We'll wait and see. It's going to be nuts. What do you think? <laughs> Kitty Cat shaking your head at us. Thanks, Russ. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Bye. Bye.